0: Well, welcome back, everyone, to the PTFL podcast. This is our first solo uh, podcast with a guest instead of a league manager roundtable. And so I'm looking forward to this edition. We're going to try to keep things shorter this year to have more content but less uh, in length. And so we're going to just jump right in. I want to introduce our first guest uh, with me. I've got Travis, the uh, GM of the Giants, as our first guest. And uh, I really shouldn't give Uh, Too much argumentation as to why he's our first guest. He's at the top of the league standings. Uh, He's uh, at the top of the charts when it comes to points per game. Uh, And also, he just put me in my place. So uh, I got to give him a shout out. And I just want to say welcome to the podcast, Travis. I know you're not a stranger to it with being a league manager, but as the solo guest, welcome. Thanks
1: for having me. I appreciate it.
0: So I like to start with just a simple question uh, that we do uh, with almost everyone who's on the podcast because we're people and we play fantasy sports, but we are also people and we try to care about people as well. So just got to ask you: how Have you been, man? And, and how's life?
1: Oh, life's crazy. It's been a it's been a crazy year. I uh, I welcomed a little boy into the world uh, back in January. I Bought my first house in June, and it's just been a crazy, crazy year, uh, to say the least. And uh, it's not slowing down at all. So uh, I look forward to uh, the rest of the year here and what we got coming next year.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, we we have our son. Uh, we had a daughter, but our son is only a year and a half. And man, I have found out that boys are crazy. They are, they are wild.
1: <laughs> they are. Mine's only eight months, and he is—he just rips around the house. He's just hes crazy. He's loud. I have, a, I have an eight-year-old daughter as well, and they're just polar opposites of each other. So it's, it's, it's crazy.
0: If he can climb it, if he can throw it, if he can rip it, he's doing it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, hey, let's kind of look at what got you here. You're 4-0. <laughs> Um, spoiler alert to everybody, but when I do my power rankings tomorrow or when this podcast is going to release, it's probably same day. Uh, When I do my power rankings, I've got your team at the top. So there's no spoiler or there's some spoilers there. No surprise there, but um, yeah, off to a four, and no start. You took care of the Ravens in week one. Um, I know that most recently in week four, you just took me down. So let's look at those uh, in between matchups in week two. Uh, you were uh, matched up against – I'm trying to uh, here. There we go. You were matched up against the Eagles, uh, and that was kind of a lower-scoring matchup for you. It was. Uh, but you still took it by about a 20-point victory there. Um, so things are just bouncing your way right now, and it's not to say that you're getting lucky. You're you're putting up the second-most points in the league. Um, and you've – I mean, week three just annihilated Tennessee, almost doubled them <laughs> up. Um and so it just, it kind of is, it, we, we're going to get to this a little bit later, but there are some teams who are averaging very high in points and don't have as good a record. And there's some teams who are not averaging high in points and have a good record. So I'm not, I'm not saying that you're here only because of a 4-0 record. There are several teams at 4-0, but you've got the points to match. It looks like you've uh, put the points where your money, where your mouth is when it comes to, to points. What, what would you say about your first four weeks? Um, I, you know, I,
1: I don't have a lot of complaints. Um, I, I'm happy to be putting up, you know, over a hundred points a game. Um, and I was kind of keeping an eye on, you know, you and Houston and then green Bay. I think Denver had a week where they put up like 140, and I'm just like, wow, like it's, it's really tough to, to win in this league and to consistently put up over a hundred, which I have done. I can't say I'm disappointed with my team so far. Um, I still think there's a long road ahead. Uh, as we know, our division is extremely hard to come out of. So um, I'm, I'm very pleased with the first four weeks.
0: Yeah. There has to be a little bit of indication there too, because in the preview you were kind of listed as a possible dark horse, not really a front runner. And, uh, and you've, you've really, I mean, you caught me on a, a, a lower week on some of my players, but you still, it wasn't like it was a, a, a nail biter. Like you, 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 Handled it pretty well, I have to say though i'm I've never been more angry at a person than I've been at t j Hawkinson. What is this guy doing? <laughs> it's a freaking forty point fantasy week out of nowhere
1: i I got a lot of crap for uh signing him to twenty four dollars uh a year, and um i mean if he keeps doing that i I can't complain
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean he was cheaper than Travis Kelsey so yeah right hey kelsey had a good game too but man that was that was awesome i was talking with a guy today from a a different league and he was so frustrated he said this one stupid tight end beat me i was like was it tj hawkinson he was (laughs) like yeah how'd you know i said because the same thing happened same thing but that guy that guy went off on me too
1: oh that's great yeah and then and then the stack with goff too i mean that just made it even better so
0: yeah, yeah, was, Jared was Goff was just a casual 38-point game or whatever, 33. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Lead the league in touchdowns right course, now. Uh,
0: of course Jared Goff does that. <laughs> right. But, hey, I just wanted to talk a little bit, just a shout-out. I know that this is just one matchup, but he's done well for you throughout. Not as well, but, man, Damien Pierce had a great game as a rookie for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm so thankful that he fell to pick, I believe, 14 for me. Uh, I got a little bit of a steal there, in my opinion. Um, a little bit of a slow start, but he's really kind of coming into his own, and he's 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 a key piece to my team right now. And uh, I'm I'm glad I was able to get him.
0: Yeah, that contract's going to look nice. You know, it's just kind of when you can have those key pieces of the of the lineup with that low uh, salary, it's going to add some longevity too. So. All right, well, man, you've had an incredible start. I want some revenge when we play again in the next couple weeks. Uh, uh, but I look forward to it. I think I think our division is is just really stacked. I mean, <clears throat> when Baltimore is not really even in the conversation, and they've, you know, they could easily they, be they just, a yeah
1: division leader. You know, no yeah. offense to any other division out there, but they could easily be a division leader in any other division right yeah. now.
0: And, and I, I know that we're going to talk about uh, the Packers in, a, in a, pro, a projected matchup here in a moment, but man, they've they've fallen on hard times to start the season at one and three. Or did they? Yeah, yeah, one and three.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. They just <laughs> not a lot of stuff going their way so far. But uh, he's got a good team, so I, I can't imagine he won't bounce back.
0: Yeah, I think you have to find a balance between points scored and record because. I mean yeah, Green Bay's 1 and 3 but they've put up almost 450 points and there's only a uh, a few teams in the whole league uh that I I think only four or five teams in the whole league that have scored over 400 points. So uh he's they're not done by any means especially with the wild card positions. They're going to they're going to bounce back here in the next couple of weeks. Uh you're hoping they don't back bounce back this week. Yeah, you uh, can wait we'll till next week that. uh so Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So how about we just jump into matchups? I know you mentioned that you're interested in matchup. I'll let you, you you kick it off with your first uh, intriguing matchup of the week.
1: All right. Well, one of the ones that I wanted to key in on uh, was Chicago versus Baltimore. Uh, We just talked about Baltimore a little bit. They were 11 and two last year. This was a really, really good team. They were kind of the surprise of the league last year and they didn't get a lot of love coming into this year, which was kind of odd, but, um, they're taking on Chicago, the defendant champs, who just made a big move in acquiring um, DeAndre Hopkins last night um, and also sending Brandon Cooks to my Giants. But until week seven, that kind of weakened this Bears team a little bit. So you got Nelson Aguilar in the starting lineup. You know, you got Evan Ingram, who's not one of the upper echelon tight ends. Um. And then you, you know, you got. I'm not exactly sure why uh, Baltimore has Miles Gaskin in the lineup. Um, I would definitely probably switch that out for Daryl Henderson. Um, but I like Baltimore this week. I like uh, Justin Herbert and Eckler against the Browns. Uh, the Browns have just not been. I mean, Atlanta just beat them last week. So. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I like Baltimore this week. Um, it's tough to pick against Chicago. I mean, he's got a stacked team still, especially when Hopkins is back, you know, down the road, this is going to be a great team, but I think Baltimore takes the W this week on Chicago.
0: All right. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go as far as taking uh, Baltimore in this matchup. I think when they switch out Gaskins, it's obviously going to be projected pretty, pretty close to a virtual tie. Um, <clears throat> but I do agree with you um, that Chicago is kind of. I think that they're confident in their four and zero start, which they should be. They're they're one of those top teams, um, high scoring and four <clears> zero. <throat> but I think they're confident enough in their squad that they can go a couple weeks buying time until Hopkins is ready. That they kind of just. I mean, even if they even if they drop a couple, you know, I feel like they're looking in their division right now. It's not a super high-powered division. Uh, they're four and zero off to a great start, but the other teams in the division are, you know, the the Panthers have had a, a good start um, points-wise. The Eagles uh, have had a good start points-wise, but they're both just two and two, and so he's got a two-game lead um, in the in the division. I think even if he drops one here, um, he, he's. He's still in good shape. Um, I, I would right. just – I don't know if I would pick Baltimore firmly for the win, but I, I, I definitely wouldn't be shocked if that makes sense. I think, I right. think that Josh Allen is going gonna, is gonna to have a big game. And even if uh, Eckler and, and the duo uh, – even if Herbert and Eckler have a good combined game, I, I think the Bears will eke one out. Uh, but I think it's going to be very close for comfort. Obviously, it's not going to make or break the Chicago season, as we've already said. They're they're in good shape, um, right. but I, I would I would agree with you. It's going to be a, a a very close matchup, and and I can't wait to watch that one. Uh,
1: and I must have I must have talked myself out of it on the fly here because I actually had written down almost to upset Baltimore over Chicago, so I must have originally went with Chicago but talked myself into switching it. So screw it. Let's, uh, let's roll with uh, Baltimore this week.
0: All right. Well, hey, in the end, of, in the end it really doesn't matter, but you, right. at least you're putting yourself out there. <laughs> so let's look at your matchup with the Packers. We talked about them bouncing back, and you wish that they would maybe hold off a week. Um, yes. It, it's looking right now. Man, I just as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I'm just so infuriated by how good Jalen Hurts has been, and uh, and so man, he's he's going up against Arizona, which could very well be a, a usually is a high scoring passing game. Things are looking good in his projections. Um, I will say though, uh, you guys kind of are matching each other pound for pound when it comes to. Um, most of your positions. Um, I like Cooper Cup, obviously. I think he he is the best wide receiver in this matchup. Um, I think right now this matchup comes down to the difference in projections between Hertz and Goff. Now, there's probably some nuance here and there, but um, Green Bay is projected to get the win over you. Um, and, man, it's hard to pick against you with how – how consistent you've been. Like you said, you've, you've been averaging over a hundred. You're projected at 96, but that's, I'm almost positive. That's what you were projected at last week. And you put up like 130. So I'm not saying Hawkinson's, I'm not saying Hawkinson's going to have the 30 point game he had or golf. Um, But I think it's safe to, to expect your giants to outperform the projections here. And man, I really don't know. I, this is what I'll say and it's not it's nothing against your team I think just the way that this league balances out and the way that things even out over time I feel like the Packers are gonna steal a win from you this week and it's gonna be like a 110 to 109 matchup or something I think it's gonna be a lower scoring compared to what you have been doing in the 130s you know um, I th- I think they're gonna eke one out over you. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to continue to have a good, um, good week. I feel like Devontae Adams has not had the start that you would want him to have. And I think he's going to shine on Monday night. Um, Yeah. I, even though I love Cooper cup to go off, especially um, uh, I would say especially, but honestly, the Dallas defense has looked better. They've, they've actually been a formidable defense um, but Cooper cup, I think is, is going to have a good game against Dallas. Um, even if he doesn't have an incredible game, um, man. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go with the Packers in a close one over your giants. I'll let you rebuttal there.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I can, I can see it. Um, one thing you failed to mention, um, no, Jonathan Taylor for me this week. Uh, he was ruled out, um, his Colts are playing tomorrow. So. Just a little too early in the week, uh, he was diagnosed with a, I, th- I, th- I thought they said it was a high ankle sprain, but it sounds now like it's maybe not as bad as they were once thinking it was. Um, so that's a huge blow for my Giants right there. Um, I'm not going to pick a winner just because, you know, it's, it's my team, um, but I could see yeah, it going either way. Really- uh, but I do see the big difference being between Hurts and Goff. New England is not a bad defense, and if Mac Jones was healthy, the way Detroit's defense has been playing, I would probably put him in and maybe have a better shot. But, again, injuries are riddling me a little bit right now. Um, so I'm not going to pick a winner, but uh, I could see it going either way.
0: I will say this is a chance for Damian Pierce to prove it. You know, he had a good week last week. You said he's a big part of your team. Now he's going to have to be. Right. (laughs) And I hope he does. All right. Well, best of luck to you in that matchup. You said you had uh, some interest in one other one. Let's look at that one.
1: Yeah, my other one here is similar to the Chicago-Baltimore matchup. Um, It is the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Cincinnati Bengals and the Bengals have had a horrible, absolutely atrocious start to the year, and it's not even on them. They're averaging 94 points a game, I believe, and they just can't seem to buy a win. They just lost to Vegas last week by three. Um, Stafford missed Higby on a would-be touchdown, and we'd be talking, it'd be a different story right now had he hit him there, but Cincinnati sits 0-4. The Rams sit 4-0. We got a really good matchup here. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, who is starting to show flashes of what he's supposed to be. A little bit of a rough game last week, but, I mean, it was pouring rain, and what do you expect? Um, You know, you still got Joe Burrow over there for the Bengals. There's a lot of star power on this team that has not been playing very well, including Burrow. He acquired Terry McLaurin, who has not been the Terry McLaurin of old. Um, Fournette got kind of held in check last week. I, I'd hate to pick another upset, but this is the one I originally had as an upset. Um, Christian Kirk has been great this year um, for the Rams. and I think he's going to continue that against Houston. Uh, with that stack in Trevor Lawrence, Barkley has been kind of what Barkley was supposed to be. Ah, oh, This is a really, really tough one. Um, I'm going to stick with another upset here. And I think that Cincinnati is going to grab the win here because I think that this team should at least be two and two right now. He's just had some bad luck. There's a little nugget here that I that I pulled out. Like I said before, Cincinnati is averaging about 94 points a game. They're 0-4. The Miami Dolphins are averaging 80 points a game right now, and are three and one. So, fantasy football is a very aggravating <laughs> game that we all love to play and we all have to torture ourselves with. Um, it's just it just goes to show you how crazy this this game
0: can be. Uh, it's it's for that. But I'm going to take reason. Cincinnati. It, it's for that very What's reason that? that I that I avoid uh, a lot of money leagues like the plague. It's just right. like the, this crap. Right. How do you how do you bet on this crap? It's so it's so random, and and right. you can put a squad together that puts up a lot of points, and you're zero and four. <laughs> yeah, like this is a really good looking
1: team, and it's like what the heck? Like how can they seem be zero four? And, and it's just it's unbelievable. But I think they bounce back, and I think they take down the Rams, um, give them their first loss, and Cincinnati. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for them, but they're a better team than what the record shows.
0: So I'm going to agree with you that I like the Bengals over the Rams this week. I do. I do think one thing that's interesting here is that once the Rams figure out their kicking situation, because their kicker got moved to a practice squad, uh, once they figure out their kicking situation, it's likely that their uh, projections will rise and be a little bit of a tighter matchup. Um, right. But, but still, I mean. I would say if if this was a week or so ago, I would really like the Bengals. But with how well Lawrence has been playing uh, with CeeDee Lamb's emergence last week of like a, hey, wait, I'm CeeDee Lamb. I'm supposed to be the number one wide receiver. And and he kind of woke up um, in that connection that Cooper Rush and and he are feeling. Um, Man, I think the Rams – I'm going to pick the Bengals over the Rams because I I think that – McLaurin is going to have a, a better game than he's had. I think that Leonard Fournette's going to have a better game than he's had. Um, I think Joe Burrow is, is going to, I think both Lawrence and Burrow are going to outscore their projections, but I think Burrow's going to have a good game as well. Um, and as much as I, I think that CeeDee Lamb's going to have a good game, I think some of those other role players, um, you know, Christian Kirk is, has been good. Uh, but I, I'm I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. I think almost for the same reason I picked the Packers over you. In that I just think things like to even themselves out over time. And when the ball's been bouncing the wrong way for for Cincinnati for a couple of weeks, that even though I think logically my brain wants to pick the four and no team, <laughs> I I think. I think that it's going to bounce the other way this weekend, and Cincinnati is going to end up with an upset.
1: Yeah, I mean, it can go either way, really. Um, and Burrow is playing the Ravens, who he beat up on last year, pretty bad. So, yeah, it's it's a toss up, really.
0: I think we can all agree. I mean, the Rams were a favorite; they were a a, a really good pick going into the season. So, I'm not I'm not crapping on them. I think that they're a great team. Um, oh, and I for think- sure. Uh, But I think that everyone in the league would look at Cincinnati and say, why are they 0-4? Absolutely. I think that's the thing that's going to correct itself this week. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you jumping on. I hope that as the league you've enjoyed this conversation. Uh, We have very knowledgeable owners in our league, and I know that you are all very passionate, and you love this crazy, frustrating uh, game that we play. I did have to share this. It was pretty awesome. I saw a meme where a woman was saying, oh, your husband's a doctor. Well, my husband manages a fake football team for the next six months. And I was like, well, that's, <laughs> that's very cool. This is what we do. This is, this is who we are. So uh, shout out to all my fake football managers out there. I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope that you enjoy watching some NFL football. And I hope uh, that everyone gets a win unless you're playing me. And me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for jumping on, Travis. We will catch everyone in our next edition of the podcast. I'm hoping to record a short Monday update before the game's on Monday. You guys, take care.
1: Thanks again for having me.